Welcome to Let Go, Lean In, my podcast designed with transformational leaders like you in mind. I'm Lise Lewis, your transformational leadership coach. In each episode, you'll find help growing awareness of your mindset as a leader, be equipped with a tool to let go of unrealistic expectations and self-limiting beliefs that get in the way of your one precious life. My goal is for you to thrive as you lean in toward the leadership call God has put on your life. Join me and other leaders as we let go and lean in together. Well, Lori, welcome to Let Go Lean In podcast. I'm so excited for our listeners to get to meet you and get to connect with you after our conversation. It's been um, just a joy for me to meet one sister in Christ who then says, oh, but you need to talk to this person. And just these kinds of connections at this time when we're isolated and without opportunity to gather together and meet in person, what a gift technology has been. So, so welcome, Lori. Thank you so much. It really is such a pleasure to be here. And uh, I'm just in awe of God's divine appointments. And um, this, like he, he never disappoints, right? He always brings the right people at the right time. Yep. Yep. Which is so fun. It makes it such an adventure because, you know, you're, you're in Colorado. I'm in California. Not likely that our paths would cross, but our dear friend, Andrea Lendy, said, oh, you need to talk to Lori Young. And and then we had a delightful conversation. And so I know this is going to be fun too. So, So let me share with our listeners your bio so that they can kind of get a feel of, of what this conversation might be like. I'm so glad to share with you Lori Young. Her passion for God and her love for speaking and coaching have combined forces in a powerful message for women who hide the most valuable parts of themselves for the approval of others. Raising my hand for the listeners to <laughs> Lori comes by this truth honestly. For years, she kept her value hidden to avoid disapproval, rejection, criticism, and conflict. Through the difficult experience of divorce, heartbreak, and broken relationships, Lori has emerged with a passion to break down what she's learned and provide tools to help other women reemerge to live authentically and intentionally. She's a certified Enneagram coach and loves coaching one-on-one and in group settings. How wonderful to have you here, Lori, but to hear the trajectory. And I know that there are listeners who are like, oh, wait, this, I need to turn this up. So thank you for being here and just being willing to share your journey and also how you're leading others, even in this season that, that is so, um, so different than whatever normal is, right? So as you know, because we, we chatted about this before, the, the purpose of, of my podcast is to help women see themselves as leaders, to 
identify that through line in their life, even though they might not be in a role that has leader in the title, we all have influence and opportunity. And as Christ followers, we have leadership as part of how we're wired, just like we have creativity as part of how we're wired. So learning how to let go of the things that hold us back and lean in toward Jesus. That's, that's this whole thing. So I'm excited and I'm going to stop talking except for asking a question <laughs> because I want everybody to hear from you. This is so, I'm just like, oh, I'm so excited. So again, through line brings me to my very first question, which is always so fun to hear people's answers. But if you could go back to a point in your life where you first recognized that leadership was a part of who you are. What's that story? Um, I remember being in Girl Scouts and um, my whole life, like from a very young age, I wanted to be on the stage. Um, I love the stage. I love microphones as a little kid. You know, I always was like the one singing and putting on these little like things for my parents and family member. But in Girl Scouts, we were putting on a play. And I think probably for one of the grade schools or something. And um, I really wanted the lead. Um, but my friend Jenny also wanted the lead. And um, so we, we kind of did a very informal audition, but it was really kind of up to us to decide who was going to take what role. And I chose um, very intentionally, I remember um, making a very conscious decision to take um, the second part so that my friend Jenny could have the lead. Um, and so the thread for me, as you're kind of talking, is that um, I authentically want to keep the peace. Mm. And I authentically um, want to be in a servant leader position. That's, mm. That part is built into who I am. Um, there's parts of me that look back on that experience and think, oh, well, is that an act of approval? Was I just, because I got my mom's approval, she thought it was like really kind and generous. Um, I obviously got my friend's approval, but the truth about that leadership moment for me is my willingness and my heart and my sincerity mm. to keep the peace and not to avoid conflict as much as to let my friend shine mm. in this role. Hmm. That is so lovely for so many reasons. And of course, you know, keeping the peace, we, we can start talking about the Enneagram, but before we get there, I love that you intentionally gave way to someone else and that you use the term servant leadership. I, I don't think a lot of people know that there are different legitimized research styles of leadership. We hear servant leadership and we immediately, as Christ followers, we think of Jesus and his servant leadership, which is the ultimate model. But it's actually a leadership style. And Robert Greenleaf is the one who started an entire center <laughs> about servant leadership. 
So it's kind of exciting to hear you say that. It's like, yes, this is this is leadership. And to put others in positions where they can thrive and succeed is a beautiful example also of transformational leadership. Those two go hand in hand, really, because you're about giving other people the opportunity to learn and grow and and be inspired. So that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Lori. I love that. And and I, I think, uh, and I think I, I think the thread for me is that I don't have to be the hero of the story. Um, that I can let other people shine um, and let them be the hero of their own story, especially when it comes to coaching or speaking oh. or serving my audience. Um, it's not about me. I get to be on stage and I get to do all of that, but, um, but I get to let the people in the audience be the hero. Mm. Um, and I didn't always understand that. I, I thought it, it had to be in deference for approval, but, but now I understand authentically that I'm built, um, this way. And I like being kind and I like being generous and it's not a sign of weakness and it's not a sign of of lack of leadership. You know mm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, I do. And I think a lot of times what happens for women, especially is that some of our character traits that God has woven into us can be misunderstood. And so I love that you said that you now understand that this is not weakness or giving way, you know, out of uh, peacemaking for false reasons. So Maybe if you wouldn't mind taking a minute to kind of um, unpack at, at what point and maybe even, well, yeah, let's just go with what point did you start to recognize, wait, this is, this is how I am authentically and that's good all by itself. What, what was that like for you? Well, you know, most of the time and not all the time, but um, most of the time we don't, we don't come by the truth about who we are without some pruning and pain and um, fire and going through, you know, the, the deep, the deep waters and stuff. Um, I had a, a very challenging situation in my life. Um, I'm divorced and I have two boys. And uh, we, we had a circumstance um, where there was just this clarity that I needed to stop trying to get approval. Um, and and it, in this particular case, it was approval from my ex-husband. Um, I had to mom up and make a decision um, and do the hard thing and risk disapproval. Mm -hmm. um, and risk disappointing some, somebody, you know, um, I knew what the right decision was and I, and I had to, to step up. Uh, so I made the decision and it all turned out fine, of course, but it was the process that followed that. Um, I was talking to a good friend of mine who's a therapist and telling him a little bit about the situation. And he said, well, it sounds like that's something with you that you need to work out. And, um, I realized that what was happening was I was deferring all of my responsibility to the stronger personalities in my life. Oh. 
And I was letting them take over so that I didn't have to take responsibility for the decision, good or bad. And having been divorced, I didn't have that, that strong personality in my life anymore. I had to stand up and take the lead in my own life, mm-hmm. um, which meant that I, I needed to learn how to trust myself, um, that I can make decisions and that I could take responsibility for the consequence either way. Mm-hmm. Um, it also meant that I had to learn the really hard word boundaries and the other really hard word control. Mm. Um, so much of my life, I have taken responsibility for other people's feelings and reactions mm. and really believed that I had control over that. So if I could just make people happy, um, then we could keep this nice content atmosphere. Mm. Um, so that's, that's the journey that I've been on. Um, I am, I just turned 50 years old yesterday. And so I also see this thread of many, many women. And you and I talked about this a, um, a couple of weeks ago who reach this point in our life, who start to embrace these hidden strengths that we've been told or that we've believed are weaknesses, yep. but they're really our underlying superpower. Mm-hmm. And There is some developmental transition that happens when all of our hormones start to change that we can really start to take a look and embrace this gift of authenticity, whatever that looks like for us. Yes. That's so powerful, Lori. I'm so glad. And by the way, happy birthday yesterday. I think that's such a beautiful milestone and and in decades past, women in the season ahead of me, when they approached 50, it was like this shroud of shame and the world was coming to an end. They were 50 years old. And, and I shared with you my journey and yesterday you made time to celebrate. I love that we are moving that idea of negativity toward a decade change, moving it out of the way and embracing the gifts, as you wisely said, that God has given us authentically. How much more beauty do we get to bring to the world by being our authentic selves? That's just so good. Thank you. I've noticed that in that that time of doing this work and being more authentic and being more honest about pursuing the relationships that I pursue, that there were some that fell away for a season mm. um, that was uncomfortable or itchy that I was starting to be more honest or that I was that I was becoming more truly authentic and I was starting to yeah. use my voice. Um, but this past weekend has been an extraordinary, abundant blessing. Um, relationships have been reconciled. Um, ones that have been broken for uh, for a while, and um, I'm learning like to trust, you know, love again. And um, well, now I'm gonna cry. That's look at how authentic. good you are at your job. <laughs> That's just you being authentic. It's not truly, me doing anything. <laughs> oh no, it's truly been. Um, 
God has ushered this next decade in Mm. with abundance and celebration. And I can feel the earth celebrating and clapping and dancing. And um, it's been such a lovely day. And, And I guess if any of your listeners are approaching 50 and it's feeling scary and itchy and, and what is the next, because that's how I felt. Mm. Um, I would just say that just trust God Mm -hmm. that he has so much abundance in this next season of our lives and, um, like be open to that really hard experience of cracking open all of the things that have kept us hidden for so long and, you know, embrace your authentic self. That is so good. Truth bombs. <laughs> well, it. it comes from a really raw place. Let's just say that. How about a really authentic place? That's, oh, thank you. That's, I think, the most beautiful part because you are speaking what you know. That's mm-hmm. what you have hard fought, learned, and can offer. That's That's the beauty of this season. It's like, yeah. I don't need to worry about that person's approval. That's that's not what's important. Being who I am and the way God's made me and coming into the lives of women who are on this journey as well at different places priceless. So <laughs> this is this is so good. You talked about peacemaking and that you know of course is is a word that I recognize because we share this not only as coaches, but as Enneagram coaches. Mm -hmm. So if you are going to, this is my standard question at this point in in the interview process, but if you are going to share a particular tool that other people can benefit from, what might it be? I'm expecting something, but I want you to be authentic because it may not be that thing. (laughs) So how about it? Well, you know, I guess, I guess the go-to answer would be, you know, the Enneagram because I did get certified over the summer to be an Enneagram coach, but I will say, since we're talking about authenticity, um, I have prayed a lot about what has it taken me over the years Mm -hmm. to get to my most authentic self. And I would say it falls in three tools, truth, trust, and territory. So truth is about knowing God's truth, Mm -hmm. knowing my truth as an Enneagram nine. Often I defer my own opinions and thoughts and decisions to other people just go along to get along. Mm -hmm. And then the third part of truth would be speaking your truth. Um, we may know what's true for us, but again, Um, we're not off, we're not often honest about, about the truth. So, um, so know God's truth, know your truth, speak your truth. Mm. The second tool is trust, trust God. Is there an area where you're having a hard time just giving, like trusting God, um, trust yourself know that you've been given agency and authority by God, like trust yourself. You can Mm. trust yourself. You can do hard things. You can make hard decisions. You can, you can handle the consequences, whatever that looks like, because you have a mighty God, right? Mm. 
-hmm. even if you make the wrong decision for the wrong reasons, like trust that you can handle that. And then the third part about trust is trust others. Um, my lovely Enneagram two friends, I hear this so much that, um, they're often very suspicious that they're, uh, that people are upset with them. Mm-hmm. And it's this internal dialogue that I haven't done enough. I haven't helped enough. I haven't served enough. Yeah. Um, and so what I would say is when you don't have all the information about why someone is reacting that way, fill the gap in, fill the blank in with trust, choose mm-hmm. to trust the people around you. And then the third tool is territory. And territory is like our little garden. It's our little plot of land that we guard with boundaries mm. so that people aren't digging into our territory and, and um, control. Yeah. So boundaries and control are part, of, are part of territory. So know what you can control, know what you can't control, which is everything and everyone else. But we can control our thoughts, our reactions, our behaviors, our feelings, um, and then set boundaries and enforce the boundaries mm. by also knowing that we can't control other people's feelings, right? Right. Um, and boundaries are, they're tricky, you know, because uh, especially from, again, for my lovely type two friends who want to help so much, like they really have this gift of being beautiful servants, but some, sometimes it gets, um, it leaks out sideways um, when they, they wanna do all the things because they're afraid that people won't like them. Right. Um, but, in, but doing that, sometimes they, they violate other people's boundaries. So boundaries are also knowing what, what yours are and respecting, respecting the, the territory of other people. Yeah, that's, that's so, so true trust and territory. I, I love that, that you broke each one of these tools into additional components and didn't just leave them as, as a word, you know, truth, we can fill that in, but you took the time to say, know God's truth, know your truth and speak your truth. I mean, that's, that's really powerful. And then I loved what you said about trust that if you, you, if there's this gap of, of knowledge and maybe understanding in, in a relationship, whether it's a work relationship or family relationship or, or love relationship, whatever it might be, if there's a gap in knowledge and understanding, fill that gap with trust. That is so powerful, Lori. I love that. I mean, that's, yeah. That's, that's so good. And then territory. Oh boy. Do we know that all of us need work with boundaries? First of all, recognizing that it's okay to, to say no, (laughs) because as women, that often has not been the strong message. It's okay for you to say, no, I don't want to go with you. I don't want to do that thing. I don't want to be involved in that project. It's okay to say no. But then wisely, then defend those boundaries. Don't, you know, give away what you've established. And that takes so much time and attention, um, intention and practice. I mean, it is, it is part of our journey though. And 
Yeah, I I just love that. You broke that down so beautifully. Thank you. And still working a little bit of the Enneagram, but I love that you didn't just land there because so many people that know me are like, are you going to talk about the Enneagram again? Do you really have to talk about that all the time? Well, I'm just so excited about it. (laughs) Thank you for those three very practical tools. Truth, trust, territory. I love it. Yeah. Well, we're going to give credit to God for making it an alliteration. Um, I was listening to an Andy Stanley podcast and uh, he was talking about a sermon that he did a long time ago and how he simplified the message and gave three very simple points. And it was an alliteration. It was every word started with the same letter. And years later, he saw a student who was sitting in that class and they were able to rattle off like his points And they didn't, they remembered him. They didn't remember the whole rest of the talk, but they remembered the points. And I like, it just came to me. Everything that I've been learning about authenticity over approval fell under these three categories, truth, trust, and territory. And it was a Holy Spirit moment. It absolutely came from God and it has stuck. And I journal about it. I, I, I do a guided, guided journal on it every day. Um, and it has been the best tool for me, um, to really like chink up some of those cracks in my armor or where I'm letting approval seep out. Mm. Um, I go to one of those three tools. That's so awesome. I love that. How, how long have you been practicing? I mean, at, has this been several years? Is this within this past year? What's this like for you now? Because I love, I took notes. I don't often take notes when I'm interviewing. So yes, we'll give God credit there. But how long have you had this inspiration? I really started this growth journey, um, you know, nine and a half years ago, probably when I, when I went through my divorce, I went through Celebrate Recovery at my church. Okay. And so that's where it really started. And the reason it, there were two reasons. Um, I knew people were watching. I I knew they were paying attention um, to how I went through the divorce. Um, And I knew that I was a hundred percent responsible for my part in the divorce. Um, Even though it, it, uh, there was a lot, you know, on his end there, I knew that there was a lot on my end and I, absolutely was bound and determined. I made, uh, I had lots of conversations with God that I was never getting a divorce again. And in order for that to happen, I needed to get healthy and I needed to get healthy for my kids because they were little. Mm. So, um, that's where the journey really started. And as I experienced some of these challenges in my relationships along the way, um, God and I through daily reading of his word, and daily prayer, and I mean every day, I get up and pray and read the Bible. Um, he really led me to coaches. He led me to um, other experts like Dr. Henry Cloud, who talks about boundaries. I've read many of his books, um, and he's really just opened my heart to learn about who I am, how our brains work, how we're created, how God like 
developed and grew and built us and wired our the way that we think and the way we process and all, all of that stuff. Um, and then two years ago, uh, I, I quit my day job to become a speaker and a writer. And um, I knew that I needed to talk about authenticity. And so the tagline came out, authenticity over approval, because that's really, that's really the journey that I've been on because it is a journey. So it, then I dove in head first and started learning everything I could at that point too. So I love that. And, and that you are a learner and not only learning mm -hmm. for your own growth and development, but turning around and saying, Hey, I, I have these things to share with you in your journey and these can help you. I, I love the generosity that you have in this, this season of life, because, you know, so, so often we can, you know, grow through something and just be happy with that and, and move mm -hmm. along our merry little way. And yet to be able to turn look back and hold your hand out to the people that are coming up behind you and say, Hey, I put your foot there. That that's a sturdy place. And, and oh, wait, that wiggles. Don't step in that place. You know? Yeah. That's so great, Lori. So awesome. I, I imagine, you know, there, I have a vivid imagination. I imagine that I could anticipate what you might say to this uh, question, but if you were going to define for others to understand what you think it means to thrive in work life faith, what, what does that entail for you? Um, it entails embracing your whole self. Mm. Authenticity is also about being aware and accepting and loving the weak, hard, itchy parts of yourself too. Um, that was a huge part of my experience about thriving is that I don't have to be perfect to be a whole, unique, authentic individual. Mm -hmm. Perfection is not part of the gig or authenticity. It's about, it's about owning and embracing every single part, even the part that wants to numb out with Oreo cookies and a TV show all night. Peppermint like, Jojo's <laughs> from Trader Joe's. What? Peppermint Jojo's from Trader Joe's. <laughs> what are these words that you're saying to me right now? That sounds amazing. You don't want to know, honestly. <laughs> Thankfully, they only have them one time a year, and and they are they are their version of Oreo cookies with peppermint filling. And oh yeah. Anyway. Oh. I That's digress. my next thought today. I am going to go try that. That sounds amazing. Um, but even if it's that, or even if it's, you know, the way that like you get caught up in all the projects and want to do all the things and do all the fun stuff, but it's, you know, it's, it's a way to not feel the hard feels, mm. um, you know, just, I, I think, I think it's just about knowing that and being okay with that. And that's the part that like starts to break down um, that like that shell that we can't be real, mm -hmm. you know, when we can admit it and say, look, I, I, 
I'm done. You know, I'm like, I need to do nothing for a whole weekend and I have to be, I'm, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Or I want to do all the things this weekend because there's hard stuff going on and I just can't like deal. Let's go do all the fun stuff. You know, <laughs> speaking my language. <laughs> right. Right. I love the sevens in my life because they, they end up pulling me off the couch a lot of times and like, Yes. getting misery love. loves company you want to stay hunkered down and they want to avoid feeling any of it so let's right. go do something let's go do something fun we help each other out because at the end of the day i say okay well let's just rest and watch a movie yeah you know yeah. you know we help each other out in that way or let's you know let's grab a coffee and talk so and and for both of us you as a 9 me as a 7 we have that connection to that precious reformer who is also often thrown under the bus as the perfectionist and and so to recognize how we are you know not wanting to feel all the feels avoiding whatever it might be what our lower self is just to to be okay i love the word that you use itchy that itchy part it's like i i don't like the way that certain wool feels and that's how it feels to me is itchy. And that's immediately what came to mind when you said that. It's like, yeah, I'm uncomfortable in my own skin because, well, of, and when, because of this. And, yeah. And when we're itchy, we want to avoid it, right? Like we kind of scooch away from it. But, but, you know, I would make the argument that thriving means leaning into it. Like, let it feel itchy. Let it feel uncomfortable. What is uncomfortable about that? And don't try to run away from it, but how can you make it softer? Mm. How can you, how can you embrace it and, and appreciate about that, about yourself and find relationships and friends who can balance that out a little bit and maybe add some softener to it. Or, um, let's, let's not be so hard on ourselves, right? Mm. Let's stop beating ourselves up. There is no perfect human being on this planet. And, you know, we're here with each other. Let's, let's do this together and not, you know, and not apart or like in our own little silos, but let's not control each other either. That's not good. (laughs) Right. Right. There, there is a way of moving through this. And and it goes back to what you said earlier, when there's a lack of knowledge and understanding, fill in that gap or that blank with trust and, Mm -hmm. and trust God that he's got you trust yourself because he lives in you and informs your thinking and gives you the words that you need in the moment that you need them. I mean, trust, what a powerful world word and what a powerful world we would live in if we did trust more and not, um, mm-hmm. not assume the worst of others or ourselves. Right. right? That's right. That's, right. Used to believe the best. Right. Yeah. And, and I have to give credit to Andy Stanley. I know that that's, that's, you know, there's, there's a whole lot of psychologists out there who've talked about, you know, choosing to trust and believing the best in others, but, um, that, that really solidified for me in a, in a sermon by Andy Stanley. And, uh, he was talking about in the context of, 
um, healthy married couples, this mm -hmm. is one of the things is that when there's a question about why is my husband late, they choose to fill in the blanks with the best case scenario. Yeah. Um, and I, and I thought, oh, that's so right on for most of my relationships. Mm. Um, and that helps me be authentic. I love people so much better when I choose to trust them. Oh, that's so powerful. What a great, what a great thing to remember as part of thriving, build in trust because mm -hmm. that is going to help in all of our relationships. Mm -hmm. All of them. That's so good. Lori, you are a delight. And I could talk to you for another hour about so many things. But in, in deference to our listeners who are, you know, doing dishes or whatever as they listen to podcasts, I'm not going to let their hands get wrinkly. <laughs> you know, it's just, we, we need to be able to, you know, move on to other things as well. So I'm just, um, I'm just so grateful that you would take the time to be a part of this podcast, but to be able to introduce you and what you're doing to others is, is a gift as well. And I want to make sure everybody knows the easiest way to find you is lauryoungspeaker.com. We'll have all these things in the show notes. And if you go over to her website, you will have a beautiful free gift of a daily practice of authenticity, you'll get that um, as a download when you sign up for the authenticity over approval updates. So I'll have all of that in our show notes. And she's also on Instagram and Facebook, which are fun places to connect with people. Plus, she's an Enneagram coach. So if you're interested in knowing more about yourself through the lens of the Enneagram, Lori's also there for you in that regard. And I'm just so grateful that you're a sister in Christ and that this is going out all over the world. And I'm trusting God that he will do what he will with our conversation. So Lori, thank you again for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. What a, what a delightful conversation this has been. More abundance. I just get to add this to the list of abundant ways that God has blessed me this weekend. Continuing your birthday. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Thanks so much for taking time to be with me today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please head over to iTunes and like, subscribe, and leave a review. I know this sounds like a shameless plug, but honestly, your actions on iTunes are the best way other leaders like yourself will find this podcast. I really appreciate it. I would also love to hear your thoughts about the podcast. Let me know what you learned or what you'd like to learn next. I want to invite you to visit lisalewiscoaching.com and sign up for my newsletter where you'll receive just two emails a month with tips and tools on how to further get in your life. Thanks again.